Now, from the Paxa Studios in downtown Honolulu, Josh Pacheco and Hunter Hughes. Well, he's still guaranteed $39 million for next year. So they may move on from him physically, but they will be married to him financially. That's going to continue to happen. Uh, And I just think that Sean Payton didn't trade for Russell Wilson. He wasn't the one that engineered that trade. He came in, coached him this year. Uh, There were good moments and bad moments. And we see how that went. And so I think this is a message that they're sending that Russell Wilson is not a part of their long-term future. Off the Bench on ESPN Honolulu. As you heard from Nick DeLuca a little while ago, that was uh, uh, Adam Schefter, ESPN NFL Insider, and Carlin versus Joe uh, here on ESPN Honolulu. And since that point, Hunter Hughes, the uh, Russell Wilson story has evolved even more uh, because we just saw uh, Diana Rossini within the last hour from The Athletic. I'll give you the updated part of this and then get your reaction to it. So Diana Rossini, and I quote, Russell Wilson is expecting to be cut by the Denver Broncos in March. That's according to league sources. For almost two months, the quarterback has been starting knowing the organization was most likely going to move on from him from after this season. She continues, the Broncos reached out to Wilson's representatives in late October and explained that Wilson would lose the starting job and be made inactive for the rest of the season if he did not defer the injury guarantee trigger date that he has for 2025. Uh, Those injury guarantees, $37 million, by the way. That becomes guaranteed on the fifth day of the 2024 league year in March. That's in just three months. Uh, Lawyers are involved. No changes are made to the contract. It was explained the Broncos never told Wilson if or when they would bench him this season. He just played until he was told this morning uh, he was no longer starting. So what it sounds like, Wilson's representatives knew. Russell Wilson didn't know, and he now gets apparently blindsided that uh, that he's no longer starting. So taking all of that into consideration, Hunter, yeah. what's the thing that, that steps out to you on that? That the timeline that the NFL runs off of makes no sense. Okay. Because, I mean, they are not technically out of the playoffs yet. Mm-hmm. There's two games remaining on the schedule. Mm -hmm. Play as hard as you can through the end of the year. It's not finished yet. Right. And also, rankings-wise, he's like the seventh-ranked QB across the league this year. He didn't play bad this year. Right. So it was clear in, I don't know if you got a chance to watch that, um, that Lions game between them and the uh, the Broncos. No, but Sean Payton lost. Oh, it that I did on see. Him. Yes, yeah. So that this was uh, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe it was a Saturday night game because it was the one. Yeah, of the it was first... Saturday. It was Saturday primetime. That's right. It was one of the first things that I saw whenever I went back to the mainland. Saw my family. It was on TV whenever I pulled into pull into our house. Um, Sean Payton clearly has an issue with this guy. I don't know what it is. I, I, I even, for that play, I went back and rewound it, watched it over again a couple of times. I don't know what caused Peyton to get that upset. Mm-hmm. Um, it could have been a cadence issue or something, but it's, I mean, I went back and looked. Russ did not have that bad of a game. Right. The Lions are one of the best teams in football. It is what it is. And then they, they went and then they lost to the Pats, which 
they are not one of the best teams in football. <laughs> no. Um, far from it. Um, but still, that game, Russ had a QBR over 100. So why wouldn't you, if you're the Denver Broncos, and you are kind of gifted with the fact that Kansas City is not running away with your division. In fact, they're kind of stumbling towards playoff time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why would you not try everything in your power to still try to make the playoffs right now? I, I've, I've still, I, I'm never probably going to be an NFL executive or, you know, work in the front office that doesn't really interest me it it just blows my mind how 15 weeks after you begin a football season you ultimately start making moves for next year when you're still in contention right now yeah that that to me is the most alarming thing like contracts all that kind of stuff that's what we have Adam Schefter for <laughs> that's why we listened to him twice to begin the show I didn't know I know. that was produced I, like I, 2 hours I, ago I, I'm just saying that he is the guy to talk about this stuff but Schefter's not supposed to be talking during the season Yeah he is I mean he he can be but I mean he's allowed He's usually the guy that we hear from in the off season. Is my point? Oh, Schefter's twenty four seven three sixty five. He's he's Woj. He's he's passing. Yeah, Schefter's our guy. Okay, Schefter. I he is the. I'm only... thankful for Schefter. I'm, okay, I'm just saying that like right now, this is a distraction from what they should be focused on is trying to win these last two football games. That's my point. See, I don't I don't know if Sean Payton has anything to do with this. Because um, hmm. what this sounds like, this is a front office thing. That we don't want to pay your $37 million in injury guarantees. Um, so we don't want to be on the hook for you. We're not happy with you. Um, now, Sean, and, and you heard Adam say it. Sean, uh, Russell Wilson is not Sean Payton's guy. So yep. it, it's kind of like um, how a GM wants his own coach. How a a, a corporate guy might want his own you know, yep. people under him in any kind of like business. That it sounds like, okay, Sean, we're going to give you your own quarterback, whoever that is. And one way to kind of enforce it is, okay, well, let's let's go after the thing that, you know what, we agreed upon. And that's that's what blows my mind is, you're right, the playoff situation is what it is. It's not, they're not guaranteed to make the postseason. They're, they're probably long shots, but they're there. And I would agree with you that if you are in the postseason conversation, as wild as the season is, keep with it for sure. Um, Stay in this season. Yes. At the same token, um, this clearly says to me the Broncos were not happy with him last year, um, that they feel like there are too many distractions with him now, that his play is not good enough. Um, to warrant taking the risk of him getting hurt because Russell Wilson's not young and all it takes. And, and I think they see as well, look at all the injuries of starting quarterbacks in the NFL and one hit to him, one injury to him. Cause you can't cut someone who's hurt. Yeah. One injury to him. And you're on the hook now for $37 million in injury guarantees that they don't feel like they can risk it. So they're willing to mortgage the present to, Make sure that their future, even though they're going to be paying them, you know, a whole bunch of money, um, that their future they can move on. And I do wonder. I, I I have Sean Payton's. I think it was his introductory press conference in my mind. As much as this has nothing to do with him, 
Remember when Sean Payton was asked about how Russell Wilson brought his own people into the facility? Uh-huh. And Sean Payton was like, yeah, I, I, I ain't having that. And I don't know what if, if that's changed since. In his own but, parking spot. Uh, yeah. And yeah. that kind of special treatment. That sounds like something, like, I would ask for in my next uh, my next negotiations. And by the way, I don't have a contract, but that's something I should probably ask for. Hey, can I have a parking spot, please? Um, One that doesn't move. I, <laughs> we, yeah. we don't want to let people into our day-to-day yeah. down here at the radio. Uh, um, but, uh, you know, like, I wonder if some of that stuff continues. And at some point they realize, yeah, we, we, we need to move on from this. And, and Russ is only getting older. Um, and he is more of a of a liability. I will say though, the shelf life of a mobile quarterback never lasts long. Ever, yes. yeah. Now the the benefit that Russ has in opposition to what I just said is that he has shifted to more of a pocket guy mm-hmm. in his probably final two seasons with Seattle. You could really start to see that shift happening with his game. Um, and everybody would probably unanimously agree that he is not the same. Right. That what he once was with Seattle. Um, and I don't know. But this is kind of distracting from the fact that I thought that he bounced back really well this season. I agree. You're right. And it almost seems like this is going to be the focus and it's so easy. We've seen it the last two seasons, how easy it is for the media to just crap all over this guy. When Well, he does it to himself. Last year with the let's ride and the, the lunges <laughs> on the plane and the uh, right. the invisible huddle his last year in Seattle. Sure, there is some stuff involved with this, but let's not forget that his job is to play football, and he's done that pretty well this season. If you would have told me, Josh, mm-hmm. that – with two weeks remaining, that they would not be they would not be um, mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. Right. I would have told you you were nuts. So somehow with this mm, fragmented offense, they found a way to get it done at times. So it I, I see the long term plan with this, but the kind of the timing of it, I, I'm not buying. I'm going to give you their their playoff prediction or playoff projections here in a moment and coming up um i would i would bring this up would you want russell wilson on your team if you needed a quarterback Mm. you you needed a starter you wanted to get closer to winning right now is he someone you would want on your team we'll we'll do that here in a couple minutes nfl's um next gen stats this is something that uh, i found out this year that they do which is really cool um they give playoff percentages your chances of making it and then uh, if you win, how much does that go up? If you lose, how much of it goes down? Gotcha. Um, if they lose, they're out. Yep. They are number 12 in the AFC. It is so fringe. Their playoff percentage, uh, chances to get in is 8%. Mm. But You're uh, saying there's a chance. Yeah, the only teams that are eliminated right now out of the AFC, the Jets, the Titans, the Chargers, and the Patriots. Patriots with the worst uh, record in the AFC at four and eleven. So here's sorry, is, Jelani. Uh, yeah. So here's um, if they win, they go from eight percent to twelve percent. Hey. And here's what they need: they need Cincinnati to beat Kansas City, doable. They need Las Vegas to beat Indy, doable. They need Seattle to beat Pittsburgh, doable. 
They need Tennessee to beat Houston. Doable. You disagree on that one. That one's going to be tricky. Well, that's if C.J. Stroud plays or doesn't play. Yeah, that's true. They need New England over Buffalo. No. 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 And Buffalo needs to win bad. <laughs> yeah. They, they, uh, they're in a division fight right now with Miami. Uh, all those things, they don't have to happen, but you need them to happen uh, to help your playoff chances. I mean... There are, are five other teams that have better chances. Texans, this is the bubble in the AFC. Texans, 36%. Steelers, 18%. Bengals, 23%. Raiders, 12%. Yeah, the Raiders are in the hunt, believe it or not. Um, it's it's crazy. But what has Denver had recently to make you feel good about anything? They were bad to start the year. To your point, they were really, really bad. Um, they, the Dolphins hung 70 <laughs> right. on them. <laughs> College teams do that to FCS That wasn't a mispronunciation. I didn't mean to say 17. They hung 70 on them. Yeah. You're right. College teams don't even get to that. Yeah. Unless you're playing like, uh, I don't know, Eastern Carolina or something. And it's a a recruit day where they're trying to really impress some kids. (laughs) Good point. (laughs) Coming up, I'll ask that question. And I'll ask it to you via our Zephyr Insurance text line at 808-296-1420, or you can call us at 808-296-1420. If you needed a quarterback at the end of this year, would you want Russell Wilson? Hmm. It's clear the Denver Broncos are going to move on. And if you're a team that might need a quarterback and you might need him, the Broncos are going to be the one carrying the load of the money that they've got to pay him. So would you be open to Russell Wilson as your quarterback in 2024 and also coming up this is our year-end show uh because we're off tomorrow for thursday night football uh we're off friday uh for the uh uh eight no goodyear cotton bowl classic i i gotta remember the the sponsors it changes almost every other year um that opens up the new year six but uh, i don't want to do the whole new year show the same old same old like everybody does hey what's your favorite sports story of 2023 I'm tired of it because everybody does it. So we've actually devised something. Not throwing any shade on our morning boys, by the way. No, I mean, it's just, it's, it's just something that I, I, you know me, I want to be different. So um, I've, I've got a bag here in front of me. Mm. And in the bag, I have, I want to say like 15 to Josh 20 different. the bag. Yeah, with a zipper. Uh, I've got 15 to 20 names, okay. teams, local and national, ourselves included. Oh, boy. You, me, Tanner, our names are in this as well. And you don't know who they are. I do because I wrote them. Okay. You don't know who they are. And at different points during the show, I'm going to have you pick a name or a team, whatever it is. And when you do, you're going to have to come up with an on-the-fly New Year's resolution for that individual or team. I got to think of one for you. <laughs> Just have it loaded. For, for that, I hope that I draw my own name, <laughs> that I can come up with my own resolution. Uh, ESPN Honolulu is brought to you by HCAMP, the Hawaii Concussion Awareness Management Program, helping players, students, coaches learn the potential signs of a concussion. Go to hawaiiconcussion.com. Uh, it is off the bench for the final time here in 2023. It's ESPN Honolulu. All right, coming up, uh, we'll go to the Zephyr Insurance text line. We already have, and it didn't take long, 
A question to Hunter Hughes. Have you talked to Braden Shager? Uh, that coming up here in uh, just about 12 minutes here off the bench on ESPN Honolulu. All right. Um, now that we know Russell Wilson's situation, if you are a team needing a quarterback, and I think we could probably find a couple uh, right out of the gate in 2024. If you are a team needing a quarterback, um, do you want Russell Wilson on your team? Hmm. Uh, I will give you one that probably shouldn't consider it. The Seattle Seahawks. Which I know sounds weird. Bring him back. Bring him back. I, I, you know, on the surface, it sounds like a really cool reuniting of Russell Wilson and and uh, and Pete Carroll. It sounds kind of cool. I, I don't know if you're kind of, uh, you know, on board with, uh, with Geno Smith. You kind of, I think you, you went into the season, yes. Um, I don't know how happy you are with Drew Locke, but uh, they're not. They're not. They're proving they're not going to take you much farther than a few kind of good wins here and there. But I think that bridge is burned so badly between Russell Wilson and uh, and Seattle that that's probably not going to happen. So I'll, I'll throw one. I'm totally throwing out the window right there. I don't. Okay. Know, I don't know if you have one you would completely throw out, but um, that one is that one's easy. Um, how about for Chicago? Mm. Would you would you mortgage Justin Fields? No, no, no. I'm 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 riding with my guy. Okay, yeah. And they ha- they still need to, in my mind, they still need to build around him. Mm-hmm. They haven't quite done that. Um, it's not time to hang losses around his neck. Right. I don't think that's that's. That's correct just yet. Now, before we, we start going down, if we would, you know, elect to have Russell Wilson be our starting quarterback, I'm going to throw another guy's name into the hat that came out of nowhere. Okay. Joe Flacco. <laughs> Dude, Joe Flacco was like in his kitchen slicing bananas <laughs> when Cleveland called him. And yeah. yet he's winning football games. That throw against you just brought up Chicago. That throw through triple coverage against Chicago was a pearl. Yeah. He. So I'm bringing that up just to say there are guys that that can still win you games. He and, hasn't had Joe Flacco has not had a winning record as a starting quarterback since he was in Baltimore in 2017. He's three and one. He's guaranteed to be in, at least in 500. This since year. I've been out of college, is what you're saying. <laughs> Uh, I didn't think about that, but yeah. 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 Um, That's crazy. Yeah. So I, I, again, similar to what we were talking about in the first segment about the picture is kind of being painted in a negative light again for Russell Wilson when he's shown that he's competitive mm-hmm. still. He can still play football and can run a brand new offense. I mean, he's only had one season with Peyton. Let's, right. let's not forget that. So um, I don't want him for the Bears. Um, <laughs> do you do you? Well, let's let's shift the question. Is he now one of those guys lucky to get a backup spot? Is he in a similar no. predicament that Baker Mayfield was two seasons ago? No. In fact, I think I have a team that is perfect for Russell Wilson. The New England Patriots. Interesting. Yes. Um, the Patriots have not had quarterback luck since Tom Brady. I'm not saying Russell Wilson's going to bring that back. Um, but just think about it. Bring back you give, Cam. You give Bill Belichick one more year and tell Bill, you know what? 
um, we'll give you one more year, but we're going to spend as much money as we can to bring in Russell Wilson. You got one year to get to the playoffs with Russell Wilson. And if you can't do that, you're out. Because I believe Bill Belichick should be given the benefit of the doubt for, you know, what's gone on this year. He shouldn't have been expected to win. No. And beyond that, in that benefit of the doubt vein, he has done enough to go out on his own mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. on his own accord. He he will not be asked to leave. Right. He could die in that position and they yeah. would not fire him. Yeah. Like it he's going to go down as one of the best ever. It's just one of those situations where even if the Pats fans are unhappy, you've won seven rings since the turn of the century. Shut up. Yeah. I mean, the the long shot, that is a long shot. And I think it is a long shot that Belichick is back, but I'm just thinking in a, in the best scenario, you're dead last in the AFC East. Yeah. You're even worse than the jets. What's, what's the harm in doing it? What's the harm in taking that chance and saying, yeah, we want to give ourselves a chance to make one final run. I don't, I don't see how that hurts. What about like the Cardinals? I think they're invested in Kyler Murray. I know, but he's so injury prone Mm -hmm. that maybe you have a solid ace behind him or next to him. Ooh. So you're you're basically looking at Russell Wilson as a as a backup. I don't now. want to because he's 35. I don't want to, but it, it's at that interesting point in mm-hmm. his career where he can't fly like he used to. Some things are needing to probably change a little bit, right? Unless a team gives him a one year, it would have to be. I don't think. I, I mean, Denver was. I mean, Denver like what Indy two. did, like what Indy did with Matt Ryan. Mm-hmm. A couple years ago, mm-hmm. it feels like one of those situations right yeah. now. If uh, if if that's a guy you want quarterbacking your team, let us know. 808-296-1420. Upgrade your island style with Kahala, the original Aloha shirt since 1936. Pick one up for yourself at one of Kahala's six stores island wide, or at Kahala.com. After Sports Center, did you talk to Braden Shager? That's next. <laughs> We're watching uh, the Duke's Mayo Bowl, which I don't I don't know what's what's better, the Duke's Mayo Bowl or the uh, the, the sampling of Duke's Mayo uh, on television. Uh, I'm not a Mayo guy. You're not a Mayo guy. I'm not a Mayo guy. Oh boy. No. Why? I just feel like of all of the condiments, that is immediately clogging my arteries. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean. Like, just don't, like, eat it in, like, a spoonful or something. Just, yeah. I spread it on sandwiches and burgers. That's, you know. I, I'm i I'm okay with that. Okay. It's a very thin spreading for me. Makes sense. And it's, it's also an equally thin line to too much spread. Yeah. It's also good, by the way, uh, instead of using butter on uh, grilled cheese sandwiches, okay. use mayo. Mm. Yeah. A little, a little crispier. I f- I'm feeling like we're 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 getting 
some info on on Josh's house. Does it just smell ever so slightly like mayo? No, when you walk in there? it smells like bacon. Ooh. So it smells like <laughs> okay. Uh, texter from the two three three via our uh, Zephyr Insurance text line. We were talking about Russell Wilson a little while ago. Uh, texter says, as a Bronco fan. I would have preferred that they work on building up the O-line and defense, but it is what it is at this point. What I do worry about is what they're going to do for the next QB draft. Uh, The draft hasn't been Denver's friend when it comes to QBs and not sure about any free agent trade prospects. He's right. Uh, The Broncos have been awful at at, at finding quarterbacks out of the draft. They're probably best finding free agency if possible. I just don't, don't, don't know what you find out of free agency for quarterbacks, but it definitely shouldn't be the draft. Because it's basically saying we're starting all over again. Hmm. And that's what they were trying to avoid the last couple of years, starting all over again. Uh, All right. Hunter, since uh, we're both back together again, and you only had 30 minutes yesterday, Mm -hmm. um, we knew this question was coming. So uh, it's, it's your chance to answer it from the 208. Have you spoken to Braden Shager? Barely. What does barely mean? I think I think and this must be since the decision. I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. What does barely mean? Uh, a brief uh, text. Oh, okay. On Christmas Eve, I I, I want to allow him to spend Christmas with his family. You know, of course. And it was just a hey, bro, stoked you're coming home. Oh, okay. Did he respond? Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. Basically, just said I uh, can't wait to be back. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, texter also asks, "What's your opinion on him being back?" Oh, there we go. We were kind of wondering if this was going to happen, and and it did. Yeah, I talked about it yesterday. That that was the majority of kind of what I talked about in our uh, very short show yesterday. Uh, by the way, Tanner, have you ever seen that show, Mike's Super Short Show? Do you remember that on Disney Channel? I've never watched it. Yep. But I've heard of it. Mm-hmm. It, it was literally only like ten minutes long, and he would end it by going, "And that was Mike's Super Short Show." That's what yesterday felt like to me. Gotcha. Um, anyway, back to this. <laughs> It's um for let, let's first look at what our offense needs. Our offense needs a quarterback who's ready to play right now. Where our team is ready to win right now. We don't have time at our disposal or should I say this coaching staff does not have time at its disposal. Right. We have to I I'd even argue to say we we need to probably make it to a bowl game this next year. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's that's we're we're creeping into that territory. If you're making, a, if if you're continuing your upward climb, you went from what three to five, I think yep. it was win wise. Yep. Then you you'd want to go five to seven. Yeah. So yeah. So I that's the next mm-hmm. as, like next step on the uh, the staircase. With that being said, the run and shoot offense operates so much off of chemistry flow relationships between the receivers and the quarterback. My worry with some of the younger guys that are on the depth chart right now, if we really are looking to them to be our starter, are they going to be ready and at the, um, at the caliber of ready that it would, it would then turn into winning games. So for that reason, I'm stoked. He's staying. Okay. For, for for a lot of ways, as long as he stays healthy, and if we can beef up that offensive line and keep him protected, there's no reason in my mind why we should expect 
um, anything less than what we saw this last season. If not, it's almost a healthy expectation to wonder, man, what, what else could we do? Mm-hmm. So that like the, the baseline is secure with having him come back and be our quarterback. Like there, there's so much that's built off of look, look at the run and shoot QBs throughout the, 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 uh, the, the different eras for, um, uh, for university of Hawaii. I mean, Timmy Chang goes without saying Rolo goes without saying, uh, Colt Brennan obviously goes mm-hmm. without saying, uh, same with Moniz. And then, uh, Cole McDonald, his best years were after already playing in it for a little bit. The only exception to this was Shevin. Right. Because Chev played in high school. Yeah. Played in that same system. So I'm not saying that we can't expect that from uh, John Chiavisaco Pulitelli or even a Micah Alejado, but it's easier whenever you have someone coming in with the relationships already in place. And they can better teach it down way, the line. Way better. Way better. It's it's a it's a smoother transition for whoever's next next in line because then they get to learn. Um, my my one my one thought, and I don't even know if I'd even say worry. It's more just I'm curious what the vibe with the team is going to look like. But it's not like this was a prolonged Aaron Rodgers uh, pulling the team around situation. This was at most maybe a what like a not even a two week long situation something like that and in some ways the timing of everything was actually pretty advantageous for our team when Micah Alejado put pen to paper Braden Shager was not our quarterback that's right fast forward another what five four days because he signed on the 20th mm-hmm. and then the 24th was whenever Shager tweeted saying that he's going to come back it's very advantageous for the team as a whole, the way that all of this kind of shook out. I'm very curious to see what this spring looks like. Kimo asks, uh, before your vacation, you said you would be shocked if Braden Shager returned. What do you think changed for Shager? Uh, publicly, he said that it's because he missed Hawaii and the brotherhood. However, there must have been factors other than missing his teammates if he earlier made you believe he wasn't coming back. All that being said, uh, we must welcome uh, Braden back. And then says, how will Braden's return impact the chemistry in the locker room, as you were just kind of talking about? Any uh, any thoughts you might have on that? Being on a team is a powerful thing. Um, Having relationships are powerful, too. Relationships are super powerful. You want to you keep those intact as best as you can. Absolutely. And there's nothing quite like relationships here in Hawaii. Yes, they, you're absolutely right. They are here to last. It's a reason why myself, who's not originally from here, still finds himself living here, mm-hmm. to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, some of those relationships are for a lifetime. Um, and you want to kind of set yourself up for the future with investing into those relationships. Right. For whatever the future might spike your way. You know, that's um, it's a fair way to put it. Um, you know, I will say the, the impact on chemistry in the locker room, I think, is, is an interesting question. I think if there was going to be a problem with chemistry in the locker room, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I don't think he'd be back. No, because and- remember, Timmy Chang said it, and he said it to Gary Dickman. Um, we'll be okay. Well, not only that, but mm. he said, you know, the, the players got to approve it. 
The players got to yeah. accept that and, and allow him back in. And I will credit Braden. I don't want to go too far back um, in, in this, uh, this topic tree here, but you know, he readily admitted there are some tough conversations. There are some things he, he had to admit, you know, um, I regretted it and uh, hopefully they'd take me back and he still may have some tough conversations to have, but the majority of the team was like, Hey, come back in. And so I think that honesty will help uh, kind of smooth over the locker room. And you know, the other thing that will help is time. Mm-hmm. It's December. You got eight days. Uh, Big time. Not eight days. You got eight months until your uh, your first game. And the team's not together right right now. Your um, connection with each other outside of your phone and social media is. We'll see you guys in the new year for uh, conditioning again. Mm-hmm. So this is off time. The fact that this happened and then was squashed still during off time is very is very good for the team. Um, the the one thing I want to throw out there, and I don't have any hard uh, evidence as to what happened with this. I'm curious to see what nil situation looks like. I was thinking that this too. next season, yeah, because if the plan all along was to try your luck and see how things go in the transfer portal, but then you ultimately found yourself back in Hawaii. Can't help but wonder if maybe some calls were made, if they found a way to secure some sort of dollar amount that would make him feel uh, appreciated, comfortable, mm-hmm. um, thought of well here. Um, Cause he's, they, didn't he say like he had a six figure, um, I think he had like a six figure, amount thrown his way and he turned it down. Yeah. It, and I think if I, I don't, I don't know if that's, you know, legit or not, but I, I will say that when I talked to him before all of this shook out, the number one priority was a starting job, which makes sense. That is more important than any dollar amount. Cause my, my good friend drew Brown, whenever he jumped over to Oklahoma state, it took him, a season and a half to see any time for the Cowboys. So it's not always as green as what that pastor um, attracts. Mm -hmm. Um, So for one final season, staying here, get a abnormal amount of tape to send you to the next level. Hopefully it, it, to me, that seems like a no brainer. For this point in your life, what, what, what do you need money for? You're, you're, you're a single kid. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you don't have any dependents. I'm just, I'm just speaking on course, yeah, for, yeah, for a lot of, of my former teammates that that had kids already, and mm-hmm. so, like that that money could push you further. And yes, like money is great. Don't get me wrong. I, it it would shift my mindset if I was in his shoes. But at the end of the day, it's priceless if you are the starter someplace. Um. With all that being said, I'm very excited for this spring and yeah. for the competition that could be at hand with some of those other quarterbacks. And I think the the best question going into that is how much competition will there will there be a will let me phrase that. Yeah. How much competition will be allowed at that position? Because immediately you would think, okay, Braden Shager's back. There's no competition, right? He's the QB one. The competition is going to be behind that for QB two, QB three, et cetera. Or is it? Yeah. 
I think that's that's what I want to know going into spring. And I know we're looking like what sure. three months, four months ahead. That that also is a new dynamic that we really haven't had to worry about before. Is entertaining your future prospects just long enough to keep them here. Mm-hmm. So you you almost have to play it. You know, if let's say Mike is that guy where you you really want to make sure he is really stoked about staying and playing football at UH. You want to make him thinking like he's got a chance because there's nothing stopping him from jumping in the portal. Right. So it, it's this reverse engineering recruitment of your own guys to keep them here and keep them interested. So um, it will be interesting. By the way, uh, spring ball starts in February. So I was uh, a, a little bit behind. Um, M. Dyer Global Scoreboard brought to you by M. Dyer Global, moving Hawaii into the future. I'm afraid for the next 27 seconds of the Duke's Mayo Bowl, West Virginia's up 30-10 to 10 on North Carolina because somebody's getting a Mayo bath, uh, which I believe actually happens in the post-game presser. Someone wears a really big hat, and then the Mayo comes their way. Um, I'm afraid because I haven't seen it happen live. I'm afraid to see it happen. Uh, and it's coming. Uh, West Virginia will win that one 30 to 10 over North Carolina. Uh, in the Dukes Mayo Bowl, it's part of a doubleheader over on our sister station, CBS 1500. Uh, the second bowl game coming up there, it is uh, the Tax Act Bowl, Texas AM. And you mentioned Oklahoma State, uh, where uh, Drew Brown ended up going. Uh, they play one another there in uh, in Texas. That one kicks off just after the top of the hour. Oh, and speaking of things getting tossed on people, uh, number 15, Louisville, USC tied at seven just into the second quarter. Uh, winner of that game gets eggnog dumped all over him. Ooh. He sounds so excited over that. That's, uh, that's Yeah. I'm not. We know how much you like eggnog. Yeah. I, th- I think you'd be stoked on that. No, we're wasting eggnog, dumping it on oh, people. Oh, it's Come a on. wasteful thing. This is the time where eggnog starts to get off of store shelves. Mm. I mean, we gotta we gotta save some of that for me and Scott Robs to drink. Send them to Josh. That's uh, that's your M Dyer Global scoreboard brought to you by M Dyer Global. Always on the move. Coming up, we go to resolutions, the random ones. That's next on ESPN Honolulu. As much as I'm a little worried about uh, watching uh, Mayo doused over someone, I, I got to be honest. I just turned on the post game show, which is on uh, on the ESPN app, just to see the uh, the 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 horror of someone getting Mayo dumped all over him. So, as much as I don't like it, uh, yeah, I, I I tuned in for it. It's uh, the Capital One post game of the Duke's Mayo Bowl is on the ESPN app. Uh, Ernest, thank you for calling in. How are you this afternoon? Uh, pretty good. Uh, I like mayo. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry that's fine. You're good. <laughs> nah, nah. But um, if Brady Shager can hear this right now, Brady Shager, just work twice as hard as you did before you left. Block out all the noise. Don't worry about what Hawaii fans are saying. You know, prove everybody wrong. That's what I would like to see. Amen. I don't care what anybody says. You know what I'm saying? I believe in you just as much as some other Hawaii fans do. So if you hear this, block it out. We're twice as hard. You'll be all right. You still got Pofele Ashlock and some dope receivers coming in. Good to go. 
Go Bulls. And I'm still with you, Braden. I ain't against you. Have a good day, guys. Nice. Hey, Ernest, thank it. you for calling in. Thanks, you, Ernest. You know um, what I think it is? I, I think there, you know what happens when you start hearing people who are negative, the, the negative drowns out the positive, even though the negative is probably on the minority end. And I think that's kind of what it is. Uh, more people talk about the negative. The positive just kind of gets ignored because you almost kind of expect it. So I think that's mm-hmm. kind of what's happened here. I, I, I think majority of people um, are happy he's back. They just feel like it's not needed to be said, which I totally understand. Um, I don't understand. And maybe it's just I look at it differently, but I don't know that I have as much understanding for why you wouldn't. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. All right. Throughout the show. Um, because we're, we're doing our, 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 uh, final show of the year a little bit differently. We're not going with the same old, same old, um, we're doing new year's resolutions on the fly because what better way to do new year's resolutions than not knowing who you're doing resolutions for. Can we get like at least five seconds to try to think of something clever? I'll give you three. Three. Okay. Dead air is not good for radio. All right. Um, so I've got a whole bunch of names in this bag. I'm going to open the zipper. Uh, Hunter, close your eyes. Okay. And uh, pick something out of the bag. You got okay. one. Okay. Tell us who who or what it is. Shohei Otani. All right. Shohei Otani, the newest wow. member of the Los Angeles Dodgers. He's got a lot of money. And uh, he got the number 17 mm. and uh, gave Joe Kelly's wife a car. Yeah. Even though Joe Kelly never asked for a car for, uh, for number 17. So um, on the fly... What's your New Year's resolution for Shohei Otani? To spend less money. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's going to have less to spend. <laughs> those California taxes, man. Dude. Uh, those, are, only, those are rough. He's only going to, like, after taxes, like, if it all goes well, maybe get a mill. <laughs> only a mill? That's what I'm saying. Well, actually, I mean, if you think, you know, you're, you're, I, I forgot about the part where all that's deferred. That's so what I'm saying. Like two mil a year. That's what I'm, yeah. uh, my advice to there him is go. to spend less money. I forgot about that part. Yeah. It's only two <laughs> mil. After taxes, you better be uh, careful about how many lattes he's drinking this next year. Um, man, you know, if, if I'll, I'll jump in on the resolution here. If I okay. had to give a resolution to Shohei Otani, um, Thanks. I'll, I'll, I'll take the paper here. If I had to give a resolution to Shohei Otani, um, it would be don't do anything on your own free time that would uh, jeopardize you pitching in 2025 mm. uh, because uh, that's where your money's going to be worth is, uh, is in 2025. So I'd even argue it's important for the history of baseball. Mm-hmm. He's one of those guys where we need him to – pitch and hit at that caliber for as long as possible. Right. It's good for the game. It is so good for the game of baseball. All right. Uh, we got time. I'll do one more, and then we'll okay. do more of these a little bit later. Josh is drawing this time. Yeah. Uh, He's looking away. Got. He's got his eyes closed. Uh, I got... <laughs> Braden Shager. No Look way. At that. Uh, Braden Shager. <laughs> what a good time for that. Uh, Braden Shager. New Year's resolution for you. Um, bribe your offensive line. Ooh. Bribe your offensive line to do a better job blocking for you. Uh, if that means, I don't know if he's getting any NIL money, but if that means uh, you need to go take him to, uh, 
Uh, oh man, where should you take him to? High's Steakhouse. There you go. Before every every game or something. There you go. If you got to take or, care or, of the big or, boys, or, they'll take care of you. Or take him to Roots, Chris. Uh, you you know, know what? And that's not far from the team hotel. That's that's right. It's literally right across the street. That there, that's the move. Yeah, I mean, take him out. Take him out. Or Roy's. Know. Roy's is right there as well. That's Yard right. House is right. I don't want to give there away too so many. There are so many places. Yeah. Take him out. Uh, because your offensive line did not do a lot for you last year. Mm. And uh, your success, in a way, is going to be designated on uh, their success. Mm. So, uh, yeah, if you got some NIL money, set some of that aside to your offensive line fund, which is also kind of like your health care. Think about that. Yeah. Uh, I'll give you like 15 seconds because I got to do a read here. 15 seconds for Braden. Relationships are important. I'm going to help you there because yeah. I have three seconds. No, uh, I'm going to say work on that slice on the golf course. There you go. Yep. Let's see. We needed a golf. You would agree with that one. Uh, check out uh, athletes at ESPN Honolulu. I'm not going there. It's brought to you by Central Pacific Bank, Hawaii's best bank. We've got Sports Center coming up. I think we got our first look at traffic on the way as well. It is off the bench. Our final show of 2023. It's ESPN Honolulu. Hey, uh, checked in with Nick DeLuca uh, just a moment ago. He was supposed to do the Sports Center update at the top of the hour. Uh, Nick, well, um, Nick watched the Duke's Mayo Bath and had a, an, an immediate negative reaction to it. He's okay. Um, I don't want to get too far into detail. He is okay. He is back in the studio, and uh, he's expected to be okay for the bottom of the hour Sports Center. You're, you were fine. You did not run away no. after uh, after watching it. No, I made I made a sound effect noise. You, you did. Uh, yeah. Um, it's not what you think, guys. That's, That's not that, that sound sa- effect is not what you think it is. The only for thing, those hearing it and not knowing o- you. Well, that's the only thing <laughs> that. You can use you know for, what I mean. for mayonnaise. <laughs> he knows what I mean. <laughs> because there are some people who don't know what that means and think the immediate gutter. Um, the worst part <laughs> the worst part of that is uh watching Harry Lyles Jr. grab about three fries. Oh yeah. And take that off of the shirt, the mayo off the shirt of West Virginia's coach. And then eat them, and then double dip with the fries against the mayo on his hat. Tell you what, and that, eat that too. That coach was not in a good place. No, he was. He was literally he kind of went into like this somewhat fetal position. Yeah, and then even after the deed was done, he didn't move his hands. No, no, not at all. I'm watching the replay of it right now. I like, mean, enjoy it. Yeah. You're gonna go wash it all off. Like, just enjoy it. Just imagine if that were Mac Brown. If I okay, if I was in that situation, I'm hugging everybody on set. <laughs> you want everybody to feel hundred percent. Yes, <laughs> get over here and just act like you're stoked, but you're spreading mayo on everybody. Yeah, that'd be hilarious. That would be fun. I, I, I would. Uh, I would. I would love seeing that. Mm-hmm. You know, if I, or I'd start clumping it off of me and throwing mayo balls. If for whatever reason the Hawaii Bowl did not exist, I would say if Hawaii could find its way to the Duke's Mayo Bowl, 
you were the sideline reporter at the Duke's Mayo Bowl, you would have a field day for that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So since we're at yeah. this point, and I, I didn't mean to get here, but since we're on the conversation and it, and it just happened, um, because bowls are now getting into this theme of dumping things on people, uh, in fact, the, uh, the the DirecTV Holiday Bowl, which is underway right now from San Diego, will be dumping eggnog on the winner, which is just, it's, it's a shame. It's a waste. Uh, it is a waste. Um, being creative here, okay. and I haven't thought about this until about two minutes ago. Uh, you haven't thought about it until now. Uh, what if the Hawaii Bowl, if the Easy Post Hawaii Bowl had to dump something on a winner? Okay. What would that something be? Hmm. Well, we can't say water from the alawai, right? No. <laughs> we, no. We want them to live no, after. No, can't do that. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Um, instead of dumping, I'd like to throw in something different. Okay. If somehow we were able to get a local uh, brewery to sponsor... Uh-huh, I know where you're okay. going because we know one that is the official sponsor go. of the Easy Post Hawaii Bowl. Chug an entire helmet of beer right there. I was not expecting you to go there. Do the whole thing. What? Well, I could see that, but I also do wonder what if the coach is like, uh, I'm, I'm not a beer drinker. All or- right, well, give them a choice. Either... They got to chug it. Or it's a beer bath. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Either they got to chug it or they get dumped in the beer bath. That's that's the only thing I can think of. Or or um, you could do something because I was, I was thinking a little more PG than you were. Okay. Um, the other thing you could do is right at the edge of the stadium, bring in like an inflatable pool. Okay. And since it's Hawaii, yep. mm-hmm. have like a, an inflatable water slide and have the coach go down the water slide into the inflatable pool. That's that's the winning tradition. Okay, that's not bad. I'm thinking, it, and, and not Alawai water, but, um, you know, I'm thinking just, you know, it's water. It, you know, yeah. Hawaii's got a lot of water. Easy post, I don't think, is known for anything that you can dump on people. What if you made... Easy post is where you can create shipping labels. All right. Imagine the drone shot, okay? Mm-hmm. If you made the winning coach go up to the high dive at the aquatic center, and right behind them is Diamond Head, yeah. and you make the coach jump off the high dive. Oh. Yeah. Just hope the coach isn't, like, in his 70s. Even better. <laughs> nope. No. Put some floaties on nope. his arms. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> uh, Why there, not? There may be some problems there, Hunter. Hey, they're, 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 their players <laughs> no. just risk their lives playing football, okay? Time to do their part. Oh, Time to do their part there, here. There are so many things wrong with that. So, so many things. Uh, Neil, uh, this impromptu segment is heading to a very horrible direction. Neil, how are you? Hey, boys. You know, hey, first off, uh, congrats on the last show of the year. Thanks, Neil. Uh, it's always been a pleasure. It's always been a pleasure to listen to you guys, talk with you guys every day. Um, but pineapple juice. Ooh. That's not yeah. bad. Yeah, it's not Better bad. close your eyes, though. It's going to burn <laughs> your <laughs> eyes out of your socket. Yeah, put some goggles on. Yeah. It'll, it'll sting like hell, but I mean... <laughs> uh, no, but the, 
the trophy is a pineapple, right? Mm. Is so, it? I mean, why not? Isn't it? I thought it was like a pineapple or something. But anyway, yeah, the pineapple juice or... Um, but yeah, man, it is, we, yes. we really went off the rails, you know, putting water wings on the coaches and stuff <laughs> and having them. No, we went, we went, off. we went <laughs> off the rails with, with coaches, specifically, potentially older coaches risking their lives well, off a high dive. I'm thinking of the, the previous two coaches that coached in the easy post Hawaii bowl this year. I mean, I mean, but you know what? That's it's why fun. we love your guys' show. That, that, for real, that's why we love y'all's show. So. The majority of people, if you jump off of the high dive and you land feet first, you're going to be just fine. Do it. Yeah. I mean. It's unique. You asked me for unique ideas. I did. I did. I I feel that. I feel that. I I, I thought of having them jump off spinning caves, but that not everybody can do. See, this is why I said water slide into a pool. (laughs) Because I can can basically assume at that point nobody's going to get hurt. Uh, Neil, thank you for calling Thanks, in. I Neil. appreciate you listening. Like Hunter's going for straight, like like brutality. I'm All right, like, you know what? I got a better one. Okay. I got a better one right here. <laughs> what if you drop them into a giant, like pool of poi? Squish. Yeah, yeah. Or you just dump the poi on them. Hmm. Uh, there we go. Tanner actually came up with a good one since you were talking. Since uh, our, our good friend Neil was talking about pineapple juice, yeah. Um, Dole Whip. Mm. Just dump the Dole Whip. I like right. that. Yeah, I um, like that one. Yeah, I mean, these these are definitely more safe than what you threw out there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I I have a feeling legal's going to be calling shortly and saying Hunter. Uh, please get in the office tomorrow. Drop a massive molasada on them. Uh, that would take like a world record effort to do, but yeah. I, I see exactly where you're coming from. Uh-huh. Uh, these are the things that happen uh, when we watch things and then we react to things and then we take the typical uh, off the bench, at times crude humor. And, uh, and and take it to the airwaves. It is off the bench here uh, on ESPN Honolulu. Uh, good to have you in. Uh, texter from the 888. Oh, no. <laughs> Which idea? Uh, texter from the 888. I think June Jones would be all for Hunter's idea. There we go. I don't, I don't know. I don't uh, know if we need to throw June into this. No, we don't. But we really don't need to do that. <laughs> Let's not get ourselves into an even bigger pool of legal here. Um, (laughs) Coming up, we've got more of on-the-fly New Year's resolutions. But first, uh, as we get back to Week 16 of the National Football League, Hunter, um, when you came back, uh, you came back after your long delay. So did you come back Christmas Eve or Christmas Day after your delay? Uh, Late Christmas Eve. Okay. So you got some rest. Uh, We got that NFL triple header on Monday. And one of those games was the Baltimore Ravens and the San Francisco 49ers. And let's face it, it was a uh, pure beatdown put on by the Ravens defense on uh, on San Francisco. It was it was amazing to a watch. Purdy pick festival. It was. I mean, five picks thrown in general, four of them by Purdy, who ultimately would would have a stinger in that game too, which was a similar uh, injury to something he suffered last year. Uh, Kyle Shanahan uh, earlier today in the uh, press conference talking about Purdy and needing him to bounce back. 
he's just got to move forward and, and treat it as a game. I mean, we, we review the game. He does it on his own before I see him. I got some time to watch it with him yesterday. I know it's always tough when you have four picks, um, no touchdowns, especially when you have four of them by two minutes into the third quarter. Um, but you also look into all of them. You talk to him about why they happened, what happened. And um, when you look in that game, it's, it's not a hard thing to him to bounce back from and get to work this week. You know, Brock Purdy's been a, a big topic of conversation. One, there were people, and I, felt, I thought it was crazy, that were putting him in the MVP conversation uh, going into that game. I think we can safely say that's gone. But two, I mean, where do we where do we give the credit to or or the blame to? I don't know. Do if we it's give gone the blame? Yet. You don't think you don't think the MVP conversation's gone? If they turn around and he plays fantastic these let these last two weeks and they are the number one seed for the NFC, it's not over. I I don't oh man. I feel like he's the third most important player on that team, which is why it's so weird. Hmm. It's it's weird. Like normally, wouldn't I put CMC in that category as as the most valuable player? Even even Purdy himself said, if he had to give an MVP vote, he would give it to Christian McCaffrey. Um, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, the only thing that goes kind of against that is McCaffrey's not exactly having a historic season, and it usually mm. takes a historic season for anything besides a QB to win it. Mm-hmm. So th- that's the only uh, counter to what you're bringing up right there. You, wouldn't, you wonder if he wasn't hurt earlier in the year, if that would be different. We don't know. I mean, it, it's, it's the what-if game. You can't you can't play that in this it's conversation. It's certainly a much tighter race between him and Lamar now. You think so? Yes. Well. To and, me, it's those two. And you'd put Lamar above. Right now, I would. Is is Lamar one, Purdy two? I think so. Wow. Yeah. Um, but who would you blame it more on? Purdy, four picks, or do you give credit to Baltimore's defense? Definitely credit to Baltimore. Mm-hmm. They came in a little upset, too. I don't know if you heard that. but Oh, yeah. Yeah, they yeah. were not happy about being underdogs um, in that in that matchup. And they showed themselves as real contenders. It kind of... Let's face it. Baltimore's kind of been sleeping on all of us. And what do you know? They're the only team with 12 wins right now. Mm -hmm. Um, And they showed themselves not just the ability to beat the Steelers or the Patriots or the Jets. They can beat the Niners in pretty dominant fashion. Yeah. They quickly jumped up my AFC board as... Serious contenders. I mean, th- this next week matchup between them and the Dolphins might be one of the best games all season. Number one seed potentially on the line here. Yep. I mean, Baltimore's the story of consistency. You've got other teams that are dropping games here and there. San Francisco dropping one to Baltimore. Philly dropping one to Seattle. Uh, Dallas dropping a game here. Uh, you're, you're seeing teams left and right that are having the occasional loss and here you got Baltimore they've won five in a row the Bengals have been playing pretty well up to this point the Rams have looked good offensively Jacksonville's a playoff team trying to fight for a top seed in the AFC San Francisco that's a beat down win I can't name any other team in the National Football League that is showing the kind of consistency that Baltimore is I would have said San Francisco up till that point. And mm-hmm. I, and I think that's why it's, it's so impressive. Like Baltimore's jumping up your leaderboard. Uh, Baltimore's my number one in the NFL. Uh, but how does it change the way you look, you look at San Francisco? Cause you don't expect San Francisco to play like that at home. 
on the road, maybe at home, wouldn't have expected it at all. Yeah, you know, the the benefit, though, is maybe they allow their egg to be dropped now rather than first round of the playoffs mm-hmm. or, or something like that because they're going to need their best whenever they see Dallas again. Yeah, Dallas will be ready. Um, or if they see Philly again or one of those other uh, who knows teams. You know, if uh, Tampa finds a way and they're, they're going to handle a team like Tampa or even the Rams, if the Rams sneak their way into there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but I'm bringing all this up just to, to say that San Fran needed to get this kind of dud out of the way, and now is an appropriate time for it to happen. So I will say, Sam Darnold, before throwing that pick toward the end, he did leave that t- lead that touchdown drive, and I thought to myself, you know, this is kind of becoming a game again. And then they had that drive down the field, and he, he threw a pick because he had nobody open. He had to throw it on fourth down, I think it was. Um, and I thought, you know what? If for whatever reason Brock Purdy's stinger is bugging him a little bit more than than allowable to play, Sam Darnold may not be. Uh, he can play. Uh, yeah, Darnold can play. Yeah, yeah. Remember we talked about that at the beginning of the year too. Mm-hmm. If if Darnold at some point could be a starter, um, at some point this year for the Niners, got a couple games left. It could happen. Well, the the biggest thing this year is that at least they have someone else. Yes. Besides Christian McCaffrey to be their quarterback. <laughs> it's true. Because that's what happened last year around this time. Lost Purdy, lost Garoppolo. Was it Mullins they lost to, I think it was? Well, and Lance. Oh, yeah, it wasn't Mullins. It was Trey Lance. It was yeah. Lance. Well, Trey Lance they traded I to, know, to Dallas. I'm just saying last year. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. Yeah, because yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lance uh, went down early in the year, mm. oh, yeah. then Garoppolo, and yeah. then Purdy came out of nowhere. And then, we ran out, then they ran out of quarterbacks. Right. Yeah, that's right. I, I had the timeline wrong on tra- on on Lance's trade. Um, mm-hmm. Coming up, uh, we'll get back to Shager. More text on that. People want to talk about the QB returning to the islands. We want to talk uh, about Kahala. They bring you off the bench on ESPN Honolulu. Upgrade your island style with Kahala, the original Aloha shirt since 1936. Pick one up for yourself at one of Kahala's six stores island-wide or at kahala.com. This is Off the Bench on ESPN Honolulu. Right now, traffic. We'll go back to uh, random New Year's resolutions where you have no idea who you're giving a resolution to. You uh, you are just going to be on the fly giving resolutions. It is off the bench here on ESPN Honolulu. From our Zephyr Insurance text line, uh, we talked about Braden Shager earlier in the show. Uh, texter from the 497 asks, Could the decision to enter the transfer portal by Braden Shager have been instigated by his agent and how much money does the agent gain upon authoring an NIL deal? Is this an example of greed? I personally am glad he is optioned to return to his Hawaii family. And Braden did say he got advice and uh, there were people in his ear. He did have an agency, an NIL agency. That's what was it? Little Lil Wayne's uh, NIL agency. Not. And some people get it confused. They think Lil Wayne is talking no. to Braden Shager. No, Lil Wayne started this thing right for a business he's got people who work for him that's right um just imagine that conversation though if lil wayne was talking to Braden shager um but yeah he said you know i had immediate regrets wish i didn't do it and so um you know the agent would gain for sure on an nil deal but uh you know felt bad to do it but that's i think the interesting thing is and i think we've talked about it this is the real life part 
is you have people in your ear. You'll have people around you all the time. Sometimes they're just friends. This is business. And you still have to make the decision for yourself, the real life part, the decisions you make, and the consequences that go with it. And in a way, while everybody kind of complains about it, I kind of like it because I kind of want some of these people to learn decisions, potential consequences, yep. because that's life. You're going to have to deal with some 10 times as hard uh, as you get older. Mm-hmm. So you learn now, it builds you later. Totally. And this is such a new era that we find ourselves in that even these agents are figuring it out as we go. True. Um, during my flight layover coming back here, I actually met an NFL agent. Oh, really? They were sitting right next to me, and we just started talking story, watching the um, Dolphins-Dallas game. And we were talking about a bunch of things and then talked about NIL. And they are in compliance meetings all the time, figuring things out as this continues to develop and open up. Makes so sense. It was super, super enlightening. Nice. We're mm-hmm. going to get more on that a little bit later because we got Sports Center traffic here as well. It's off the bench, ESPN Honolulu. It is off the bench here on ESPN Honolulu. Good to have you in as uh, we get through our final show of the year. Appreciate you uh, being a part of it. Uh, We'll do some reflections a little bit later on. Um, I've got some reflections on 2023. Uh, I think I'll make that like uh, my final words today. I don't know if you have any reflections except for uh, uh, being back home safely Hmm. after your long flight. Mm -hmm. Do some reflections a little bit later on. All right. It is time to get back to something that uh, we're doing. We're taking our, our take on New Year's resolutions, and then we're going random. Not on not on ourselves, not on each other, maybe, uh, but <laughs> just random things here, uh, teams, players, etc. cetera. Uh, these are random New Year's resolutions. Tanner, go ahead and hit the music. We chose this version. Great. Uh, I was hoping we would find the more classic version, uh, but this is also a play on you because for Christmas, we gave two different holiday songs and you thought they were Mariah Carey and they weren't. So uh, this is this to is be also, fair. There's so much Mariah being played these days. It might as well just be her. And you know how I feel. Mariah Carey Christmas totally overrated. Yeah, uh, I can't walk around the mall. Come on. She's known for one song. Totally overrated. We're getting booed give me, in the uh, other Give room. me pentatonics. Give me someone else that's yep. better. Okay, let's turn it down, Hunter. Uh, let's turn it down back there. Uh, let's give Hunter. He's uh, opened up. Who do you have as your resolution, your random resolution here? Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh. This is perfect. Of course, Ooh. Jim Harbaugh, who has found himself only coaching half the games this year uh, for Michigan because of two different <laughs> yeah. problems. And... Uh, they also got a notice of violations just last week for some recruiting issues, so they could face even more trouble. Um, but and, he is coaching. And he, he found himself in a Simpsons episode. Yeah, that's right. They were roasting him, they right? They were roasting him on a Simpsons episode. Dan Patrick, I heard, was a big... I wish I saw that episode, but yeah. it was Dan, Dan Patrick is in there, and they roasted a bunch of other people, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. They, 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 uh, they named... A fictitious section of a college, the Jim Harbaugh um, Athletic, um, I forget what it, it, the uh, that the Jim Harbaugh Center for Athletic 
expansion or something like that. And it, it, it's, it was really funny. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So he is coaching, by the way, the Rose Bowl game presented by Prudential. Uh, and before you give your resolution, I'm basically stalling to give you time. Um, there is a great photo on the internet today uh, because all the teams are in California. They are at Disneyland. And there is a photo. The two head coaches, Jim Harbaugh and Nick Saban, standing on either side of Mickey Mouse. Um, it is it is just classic. Nick Saban, the fakest Nick Saban smile you will find. Jim Harbaugh, the I'm just happy to be here smile. Yeah, it is. Uh, it, it is what it's. It's the Disneyland reaction after you realize I just spent two months of paychecks on this. And I didn't have as much fun as I thought. Mm. Reaction. Uh, yeah, check that out on the internet when you have a chance. But uh, Jim Harbaugh, New Year's resolution, Hunter Hughes. Did I stall for that long? I still can't think of anything. <laughs> Trying to think of something. I, I, I'm not quite getting something super funny or witty right now. It doesn't have um, to be. I think most immediately... Uh, Pay a little bit more attention to where you send your analysts <laughs> or allegedly send your analysts. Uh -huh. And uh, if not, just hire a better costume and props guy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, now. Uh, yeah, that's I, what it is. I have a Find little bit better of, costumes. I have a little bit of regret. I should have put Connor Stallions in the bag. Dude, totally Connor forgot Stallions. About that. Yeah, how did I how did I miss that assignment? That might be my my person of the year, man. <laughs> 2023 person of the year, Connor Stallions. Oh gosh. Um Oh, you know what? Correction. You got one. Okay. Pay that man. Fast forward, if Michigan finds their way into a national championship and you scapegoated this assistant who obviously was directed to do this mm -hmm. by Harbaugh, pay that man some money because you're still going to get to coach Michigan. Michigan has just thrown out the potential uh, future contract for him, and it's like $125 million or something like that. Pay Connor Stallions. <laughs> Apparently, Connor Stallions has some money, though. I'm, I'm just saying, if he is your scapegoat, mm. find yeah. a way to show some appreciation. Jimmy's got a lot of that. Um, if I had to kind of follow up on your uh, your your Jim Harbaugh uh, resolution, I would say bolt for the NFL as fast as you can. Really? Yeah. Get out. Get out of college. Uh, you clearly are not. I mean, you've beaten Ohio State, but. Three investigations in one year. Yeah, uh, that's a sign that you need to get out of there fast. Uh, otherwise, I mean, you, you're costing the program a bunch already. So just get out of there, coach the Chargers or whoever it's going to be, and uh, restart what was good your NFL career uh, until the Niners decided that they couldn't handle you anymore. Rehabilitate that because I think you can be good at it. All right, uh, let's let me do mine here. Again, these are uh, random resolutions for 2023 or 2024, I beg your pardon. Random resolutions for 2024. We don't know who we're giving resolutions to. We're just picking it out of a bag. Ha, 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 yes. Hunter Hughes. Oh, my God. It's out of the bag. Wow. He picked me. Here we go. Oh man, I was dreading this Get moment. Flamed. I was dreading this. Happen. I was dreading this moment. 
<laughs> because I don't know what it's going to be like when we go to commercial break and how tense the relationship is going to be uh, once uh, once we hit the traffic update. All right. Uh, my New Year's resolution for Hunter Hughes. Wear a hat forward for once, man. <laughs> I mean, I knew it was going to be hat hat related. For those that don't know, Hunter is known for the backwards hat, uh, where you could see those. I like the Griffy look, baby. The the these the whatever blonde locks are left. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. And and forehead. Um, there we go. And you could see it on the sideline. I mean, you don't know if you don't know who Hunter Hughes is. Look at the Hawaii sideline, and the one person with a backwards cap—that is him. Um, I didn't plan on it for becoming this iconic thing, but it's kind of developing into how, that. So, how did it happen? Just this show? Did this show do it? Oh no! I just—I've rocked it for for years. Mm-hmm. And my my, uh, as you like to say, whatever hair is is left up there. <laughs> um, the, the, I was not planning to say yes, that, and it just the, came out of my mouth. The, uh, the, the wind has its way with, with my hair, um, and it goes whichever way it wants to. And so mm-hmm. it's just it's easier this way okay. rather than the gargantuan amount of hairspray required to keep it in one direction. Okay. So, um, all right. Josh wants the, the hat forward. Yeah. I, I challenge you. I should I should like make a hat just for Josh and then just turn it around one day and it has like a message on it. I challenge I challenge you for a week next year. Okay. A full week of shows, forward hat. Nice. Now granted, it's radio. Nobody's gonna see it. I get it. We'll have to do photo evidence of this uh every day for a week. <laughs> but that's my challenge for you. Okay. Um Tanner Text, no brim hat. I mean, hmm. eh, you have to have you have to have it. Yep. Um, since it's us, well, and it, isn't it my turn to give my resolution? Oh yeah, for myself? that's right. And you know what? Since it's one of us, yeah, uh, I'm gonna have Tanner chime in on this too. Yeah, perfect. because we need Tanner, to all jump in here. We need to all give resolutions on each other when we're when our names come up. But Hunter, go for it. Uh, your New Year's resolution to yourself. Uh, I have actually been creating a cartoon. Oh. And one of my resolutions oh. is to finish the pilot. Okay. That is like big on my mind right now. Can you share anything about this cartoon? I can't share um, uh, a ton right now just because I, I've i always had this as like the art side of me. Mm-hmm. I don't ever share things until it's finished. Oh, okay. But that's, I, that's, I, that's good. But I will say that it's something that I care very deeply about. In some ways, it's my art and my sports side coming together, and my younger self would be very proud of it. So um, it's something that I personally care a lot about, and I want to see that happen this next year. Are you pitching it to – who are you pitching it to? Uh, I've got some ideas on what I want to do with that. Okay, okay. Um, But uh, but right now, it's it's just mine. Hey, folks over at – you know – uh, if if you're creating a show out of it, mm-hmm. folks over at a Spectrum OC16, mm-hmm. uh, give Hunter a call. Whenever you know after mm-hmm. the show, maybe give him a call. Um, because it's one of us, uh, I'll let Tanner give a uh, Hunter Hughes resolution. What is your resolution for Hunter Hughes in 2024? You know, I think you did a very good job this year in this one topic, and I think it's do it more, do more of those. You know, do more TikToks. Ooh, you've done very good in them. I loved the uh, your inclusion 
in the three-parter of Tumua's beginner golfer. Oh, thanks, uh, man. Uh, you yes. did a great job. Maybe call up Savannah uh, over Hawaii football. Maybe you maybe cook up some ideas I like for her that. TikTok, too. Who knows? Maybe make your own. Dude, that's that's high praise, that, man. That's a good one. Because th- there's nothing like the boys to let you know if you were not funny. And so <laughs> that's that's high praise, man. I appreciate that. Could tell people, by the way, what what's your uh, name on TikTok? All Around Athlete. There you go. So you know, it's a good way to give a plug. It's worth it. Mm-hmm. So uh, make sure you check it out. By the way, uh, texter from the 815, at least do a fitted hat, Hunter. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> You don't you don't like the the, the whole front covered. Uh, we are all product of where we come from, mm-hmm. and outside of my baseball team, which we had fitted caps, there there was a vibe with fitted caps, especially wearing it backwards. Okay, that I just didn't want to associate with. Okay, back home. Okay, so it, it's just I yeah, not my style. But I appreciate the uh, the tax line. So you're 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 trucker cap backwards. You're you're trucker cap guy, which is which is what he's wearing, by the way. Yep. Just, you know, you can tell by the how open it is on the sides. I'm a um, either fitted cap mm-hmm. or a flex cap person. Oh, I don't yep. I don't always do the um, the the back um, you know snap back. My my favorite snap back hat, however, thank you Tanner, uh, my Yomi Yuri Giants hat. Mm-hmm. Which uh, I wear all the time. Yeah, you do. In, in fact, um, I went to the eye doctor yesterday. Oh, and the eye doctor is like, um, "What is that?" <laughs> cool. And I said, um, "That's the Yomi Yuri Giants. They're a Japanese baseball team." And then the eye doctor, uh, the eye doctor says, "Oh, I don't know who that is. I'm a Dodgers fan." Could you have been any lamer? Oh, there there aren't many more ways to be lamer than that. And that is said, brutal. Yeah, and then I said, you know, I'll 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 forget I heard you say that. Like th- that's asking something and then just swatting it right out of the air. Yeah, uh, yeah, that that was not good. Those folks are our New Year's resolutions. Uh, the random New Year's resolutions. We'll do more next hour. Um, in fact, coming up a little bit later on. In fact, we'll do this coming up next. Um, because we're doing the not so normal end of year show Mm -hmm. um i want to know things that i want to see more of in 2024 fun and things you want to see more of in 2024 and the things that we want to see less of in 2024 uh sports related of course uh because i I know the easy answer to less of would be politics and interfering in sports so i think we can just wipe that off the board already let's take the politics out of the equation uh, more and less of in 2024. That coming up uh, in just a little bit. First, our M. Dyer Global scoreboard, which is brought to you by M. Dyer Global, moving Hawaii into the future. Uh, the Tax Act Texas Bowl. You know what they uh, drop on people after the Tax Act Texas Bowl? Your tax returns from 2022. Uh, it is a, a 3-3 game between Texas A&M and Oklahoma State. Oh, uh, they also drop in audits for random players. Uh, 3-3, 45 seconds left to go in the first quarter. That game is on our sister station, CBS 1500. It's also on ESPN Television. Also today in uh, bowl games, the Dukes-Mayo Bowl goes uh, the way of... And I just totally lost it. It was uh, North Carolina losing to West Virginia. 30-10 to 10 was the final. Uh, they're also in halftime of the uh, DirecTV Holiday Bowl. 
USC is leading number 15, Louisville, uh, 28-14. That's your M. Dyer Global scoreboard. M. Dyer Global always on the move. We're back in 60 after traffic on ESPN Honolulu. All right, uh, it is off the bench. Coming up, more of our uh, random resolutions. We're just spreading it out throughout the show. Uh, if you haven't heard any of them, uh, we've done random resolutions today on uh, Jim Harbaugh, on uh, Braden Shager, on uh, Shohei Otani, and uh, that man Hunter Hughes. <laughs> we have uh, we have hit a whole bunch, and there are still plenty more that uh, I'm I'm afraid we'll get to, and I'm more afraid we won't. Uh, because it is completely random. It is not. This is not a staged, um, uh, uh, scripted out bit. Nope. We're we're doing this completely off the cuff. So, uh, speaking of, uh, part of our our best of for this year is we don't want to ask and answer the same questions. Oh, what's your favorite story of the year? Um, you know, what's what what's your feeling about Aloha Stadium in twenty twenty three? Same thing we felt in twenty twenty two. Same thing we felt. In 2021. Um, But, you know, we like content. You and I are big content people. Uh, There are some things we love. There are some things we don't love. Um, So let's start with the things we want more of in 2024. Hunter, I'll go with you first. This is, of course, sports related. Mm -hmm. Uh, What do you want more of next year? Uh, I, I guess I was thinking through the lens of what I don't want to see more more of. Oh, we can get to that later. Yeah, so... I wanted to start positive first. You're a good vibes guy. Okay, thank you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's see here. I want to see. I want to see more of how Hawaii athletics has um, celebrated their athletes on social media. Oh, okay. Um, I'd like to see more of those personalities of those student athletes, um, some of those stories, make it about them and allow those players to sell University of Hawaii athletics. I, I want to. I want to see more of that next year. We we can't play the same games as some of the other schools where. We have a, you know, other schools have a nationally recognized brand and a massive following. We, we we need to make it about the individualized characters that we have that are telling our stories. You know, what's one thing that's interesting about that is is Hawaii is unique. Um, yet at the same time, shout out to our our, our boy Eric Matthews. Um, they are nationally well respected on social media. Uh, I want to say the last time I saw a ranking, they were like, what, top 30, top 25, something wow. like that. Um, so they certainly make an impact on social. Have you seen um, they did like a video documentary? And I don't know if it's a series or if it's just like a one-off, but they did one on Amber IGD. Hmm. Um, and it was really well done because it mixed in uh, some of her being interviewed, some of the highlights, and it it kind of went back and forth and back and forth, but it also um, made sense. It was really neat. Um, if you haven't checked that out, I want to say I saw it like a couple weeks ago, but I have a feeling you'll see more of that, um, which means I actually want to ask you something to build on that. 
If you had to choose one member of the University of Hawaii football team that would get a documentary, like like a five minute documentary on social, um, who would you choose and why? Sauce. <laughs> Tanner's agreeing in the other room. There's a tweet to that too that I want to add, but but go ahead and tell people why. Um, not all sports characters are created equal from a uh, likability standpoint, from a nickname standpoint, from a uh, just it works. Mm-hmm. Um, if he was 100 pounds lighter and was ripped and had a six-pack, we probably wouldn't like him if his nickname was Sauce. Yeah. That's not the case with him. It fits. Um, there's a lot built into him. I, I, I know him as well. He's just a fun guy. Um, if you're going to make him the star of, you know, something, he, he could take that a long way. And, you know, they did make him a social media kind of thing. Remember the glasses and I guess the more likes or retweets, the more the glasses got bigger. Yeah. Those reflective glasses that he also wears on the field. Yeah. They, they almost look like Cyclops. Mm, Yeah, that's right. That's right. There's no separation in the middle. By the way, there's a new hashtag for Sauce Williams. Hashtag Sauce for President. <laughs> and there we go. here is why. Uh, he has a, uh, a post in the last four hours. Uh, last, well, four hours ago. Dear people of Hawaii, I've been wanting to change my look to a business, more professional look. Any good places to get a good suit or button down for events? It's a good thing that he's asking that because I want to know the same thing. Uh, so if there's anybody that knows uh, a good place for a suit or a button down uh, at sauce from 210 on uh, on the X platform, he wants to know. And I want to know as well uh, because I'd like to find a good place. Do you know by chance, Hunter? Good place for a good suit or button down for events. Mm. I... <sighs> I still am in the process of checking out of my poor college days. So oh. that, that that's immediately where I think okay. on, on doing things. And so um, I have whether, you know, either found something on Facebook Marketplace or oh, I, I found yeah. I found something off of uh, I, I think the the couple of jackets that I do have, I found at Zara. And it okay. was the the clearance rack. Oh, and in, uh, then that's right. And then I brought that over to um, my, my my girlfriend. Had, had, they they know this this auntie who does tailoring. Okay, and so it's it's a tailored suit. After that, so after the the discount and the tailoring, you get a tailored suit for like fifty bucks. That's really good. So that's that's where my mind goes. Other people might turn their nose up at that strategy, but that that's how I do that. Hey, you, you do what you got to do. That's man. right, baby. Uh, Texter from the 497. Holly Niu at Kapahulu. Ooh, okay. Um, yeah, see, now it's good. I need to know. Mm. Uh, there there are there may be some instances where I need to go. Uh, I have I mean, I have a button down, but I don't I'm not really a suit guy. Uh, I'm an Aloha shirt guy because that's just how I've always I been. I wish it was cold <clears throat> enough out here that you could comf- comfortably wear suits more. Yeah, yeah. I would rock them way more and than, go than with I would. The, the sweater vest underneath. Yeah, or just the suit with the a nice Aloha shirt underneath it. It's a good combo. Because, you know, it's weird. Like, I, I think my first experience at the, the Big West tournament last year, mm. um, we stand out because we wear Aloha shirts. That's right. 
and everybody else, I, I there's some people who are like suit and tie. Yeah, they think that we're almost like partying up, and it's not the case. <laughs> well, we don't wear the these stupid looking ones. We we wear the ones that don't look like people bought them off the clearance rack and, and sure. it's bright and stuff. But just compared to mainland, uh, yeah, attire, they're like, what is this guy doing? Right. Yeah, we, we, we know better. But it, it is different. It's like a, a culture shock kind of thing mm-hmm. that, that I kind of noticed. All right. Um, we'll do more of this coming up uh, next hour. We've got Sports Center on the way in a little bit. We've got another traffic update. Let's see if Nick DeLuca's around for Sports Center at the top of the hour. Uh, that's on the way. You are listening to Off the Bench. Hunter Hughes, Josh Pacheco. It's ESPN Honolulu. We're watching a bunch of uh, college football bowl games right in front of us. Uh, We're off tomorrow, Thursday night football, uh, right here on ESPN Honolulu. We kick off the New Year's six bowl games on Friday, and then uh, we're back with you on January 3rd. That's uh, that's Tuesday. We'll have uh, a mostly full week of shows next week, except we're off Monday because uh, you gave me that look like, wait a second. No. Tuesday's January 2nd, Josh. Oh, did I say the third? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. That's why I Sorry. looked at you. Sorry, my bad. Let me put my manager hat on real quick. <laughs> New Year's resolution to Josh. Stop screwing up dates. <laughs> uh, January 2nd is uh, when we'll be back. We're off on the first uh, full shows uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday of uh, of next week. You're on Off the Bench on ESPN Honolulu. Big story of the day is uh, Russell Wilson uh, seeing his final days as a member of the Denver Broncos uh, because... Apparently, uh, his his injury guarantee is too much, or the Denver Broncos are just using that as an excuse. He's been benched. Uh, Jared Stidham will be the starting quarterback uh, the remainder of the year. And uh, what we learned from Diana Rossini uh, a little while ago from uh, uh, from the Atlantic, uh, no, not not the Atlantic. I'm sorry, the Athletic. Uh, she was uh, she earlier was on uh, the X platform. Explained it this way um, with Russell Wilson's situation, uh, and I quote, Russell Wilson is expecting to be cut by the Denver Broncos in March per league sources for almost two months. The the quarterback has been starting knowing the organization was most likely going to move on from him after this season. Uh, The Broncos reached out to his representatives in late October and explained that Wilson would lose the starting job and be made inactive for the rest of the season if he did not defer the injury guarantee trigger date that he has for 2025, that trigger date, by the way, the fifth day of the 2024 league year, which is coming up in March. So that's uh, less than three months from now. Sounds like Denver already made a New Year's resolution. Yeah, they made it early. That's right. Uh, Getting a jump start on it. Yeah. It is. Ex- it was explained to Diana Rossini. The Broncos never told Wilson if or when they would bench him this season. He just played until he was told this morning uh, he was no longer starting. And I, I have a thought on that here in a moment. Uh, but first, Lewis Riddick, ESPN NFL analyst on SportsCenter earlier this afternoon on what's next for Russell Wilson. I think it's going to be a very interesting situation, you know, once Denver goes, goes ahead and decides how they're going to go ahead and, and move on from him. With this obviously probably more than likely going to be a post-June 1 cut. And then Russell Wilson will be free to go ahead and see what his future looks like out there on the market. Look, if I think for a 35-year-old quarterback who's played 12 years in the league, 
who threw 26 touchdowns, eight interceptions, was top 10 in terms of completion percentage above expectation, fourth quarter QBR. There'll be some kind of market for Russell, just you know when you're looking at it strictly from a football perspective and what potentially he can bring to your football team on the field. Was, uh, that was Lewis Riddick earlier on SportsCenter. Now, before I get to that, uh, finish that point, let me just first say the the thing that I just neglected to mention in the first hour. That's a jerk move by the Broncos. Yeah, jerk move. You if, if you want you know you want Russell Wilson to get rid of that guarantee or whatever, talk to Russell himself. Yes, you know Russell finding out and again I'm I'm going by the tweet and there's some discrepancies in there. You know, Russell Wilson um knew the organization was most likely going to move on from him after this season. He didn't know he was being benched in the middle of the year. He didn't know that. And cuz your job is to win football games. Right. And you're still in the season. Mm-hmm. And you're not mathematically done yet. That's Eight, why. 8%. But it's a jerk move for the Broncos front office to just string him along, knowing that, yeah, okay, we're probably going to move on from you this year, um, but it's a jerk move to blindside him uh, and say, oh, you're you're benched going into week 17 out of the blue. Um, that, that, to me, is indicative of a poorly run organization. If that's how you resort to um, trying to find your way out from the quarterback that you paid a bunch of money for, you agreed to that contract. Yep. That was you. And this year, his play was not merited, or excuse me, was uh, um, the action from the Broncos was not merited for poor play from mm-hmm. Russell Wilson. That's that's what I wanted to say. Yeah, Th- this could be seen. Let's just say. If the same situation happened for like Mac Jones or something like that for the New England Patriots, but Russ played pretty well this year, and rankings across the NFL, like he's he's top ten, right? So is he? Yeah, man, it it's it's bigger than just this season. Oh, it's business. It is. It's business, and it's to avoid. Uh, being tied to him long term, if you know an injury keeps him and you know around or or something like that. But you're exactly right. I I'm not a big fan of how they handled this and the NFL and uh, how different teams operate. They they just they hide behind the thing that what you just said is that it's business. But be professional. They're yep. com- they're coming to work every week. They're they're putting their body on the line. They're doing their best, and then for you not to communicate, hey, what we're it's just it's courtesy, right? Right. I there's something that I people don't know, um, but you know when when we kind of you know, jumped on board together back in February, one of the things that you said that I've always appreciated is. Um, and I don't, I, I'm, I'm paraphrasing because I don't remember the word you actually used, but you talked about how you appreciate kind of like direct, like if Candor. there you go. Um, you know, if there's something that maybe isn't like something to improve upon or, or something along those lines, like you appreciate like direct candor. Yep. Um, and that's, that's the thing that can be lost sometimes. Like I, I appreciate that you say that because I think that allows us to have a pretty good relationship and, mm-hmm. and how it kind of translates to the show. But 
leaders have to have that. 100%. Um, you know, business owners, um, managers, uh, shift workers, or no, shift workers, or, or shift leaders, or, uh, you know, I don't know. Anybody in a leadership position, if you cannot deal in that kind of direct candor, yep. when it can be difficult, um, then that... Don't beat around the bush. Yeah. I mean, you can say that to Russ's representatives. Mm-hmm. But if you can't say any of those things to Russ, then you're not being direct with him. And I don't, you know, I, I understand that last year was not his a banner year, that this year was off to a horrific start, and they turned it around. Um, I understand that relationship was probably rocky. But you know what? Uh, you still have to have the stones to sit down with them and say, you know what? Um, at some point this season, not in the off season, at some point this season, we're going to bench you. Like we want to, you know, we appreciate that we're in the playoff race. We appreciate that we're in this position and that you have um, improved our chances of going somewhere, but we are going to bench you at some point. That's right. And know that it's, it's a, it's a money thing. This is how we feel. Do it. Do it. Go right to him. You know where his locker is. You probably know where his parking space is. And you know where he lives. Right. Go right to him. Certainly have his phone number. Oh, of course. I'm sure you could text him. Um, and I'm sure if you can't get to him, you can get to Sierra and tell Sierra, hey, can you get Russ to give us a call? I mean, come on. It's it's for decisions. That is not for Kalicious. <sighs> That's Fergie. It is Fergie. I just realized it. It's all good. One, two, step. There we go. Man, you and music just don't go along. Yep, it's okay. You've, you've had two losses from Mariah Carey, <laughs> and now mistaking Sierra for Fergie. Yep, one, two, uh, step. I got uh, it now. Uh, yeah, okay. We, we, we know that that's not the forte that we go with on this show. <laughs> we realize that. Uh, I can tell you directly, thank Hunter, you. your thank musical you. knowledge is not up to par. Uh, thank you. I'll, I'll bring it back to this uh, this situation, hopefully try to redeem myself. Um <laughs> But before the end, before the end of this year, um, I hope that they didn't change the access codes for him to get into the facility, like what they did to that one Jets guy. I remember that for um, uh, the um, the hard knocks. Yeah, that would be horrible. Yeah, I doubt that's happened. With the way things are going, it almost doesn't even seemed that outlandish. That's true. It makes you wish that the uh, in-season hard knocks was Denver. It's Miami, but don't you wish it were Denver right about now? I mean, it's uh yeah, it's 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 not fun. But it it tells you, look, look. Um Denver will not be back as a winning franchise because they can't handle their people. They can't handle difficult decisions. Um, and as long as you can't handle difficult decisions and you can't make good draft decisions, um, you'll continue to be in this situation where every couple of years you're reevaluating yourself to the point where you're going backwards and backwards. And this was a year forward. That's the bummer. I'm not a Broncos fan by any stretch, but this was a year forward. We kind of felt like, you know, kind of rooting for this team to keep up this trend. Yep. Especially the way Kansas City has been fumbling it here the last, uh, or should I say dropping it, yep. um, the last month. You know, this was becoming somewhat of a of a of a feel good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And you almost kind of got behind Russell Wilson a little bit because Sean Payton was a jerk to him on the sideline. And you had no idea what it was for. Yeah. And then to have this happen and just blow it all up. You're, you can't help but start to think about from an organization, like are they ran as best as they possibly could be? Definitely not. Because they've been struggling like this year in, year out since Peyton. Mm-hmm. Peyton Manning, of course. Right. right. Not Sean Peyton. Um, and they've got good people running that organization like Elway. So, but I wonder if Elway's the problem though. Mm. Like this has all been kind of happening under his watch. Like he's, he's been involved in poor drafts. Um, you know, you can be a real, I mean, John Elway owns car dealerships. You could be a good car dealer. It doesn't mean you can be a good leader of a football operation. Um, that's what's disappointing. Uh, so texture from the four nine seven, playing for my fantasy football championship this weekend. That makes one of us. Uh, Russell Wilson is my QB. Broncos bench him. Had to activate Bears QB to play. Wish me luck, Hunter and Josh. Good luck. Uh, you may be taking that L. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> to activate Justin Fields. To save your fantasy football team is a really, really, really hard ask. It's a leap. Yeah. Uh, this coming from someone who is uh, stuck in the consolation round uh, that just still, for whatever whatever reason it is, don't brag over there. You know what? Uh, for whatever reason it is, still cannot the Bears win a fantasy play- football championship. Yeah, the Bears are playing the Falcons. The Falcons are not good. No, they're not. That may not be a horrible play. <sighs> So you're suggesting that he stay with the Bears QB and not try to find somebody on the waiver I'm wire. saying go with anybody but a benched Russell Wilson. This is oh, the championship. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. quite obviously. Also, I don't think this guy drafted four QBs. Would you? <laughs> uh, that that, that might be a resolution for Josh well, for next year. That's totally a resolution. Draft less quarterbacks. Um. <laughs> I mean, there are several others. I'm looking at our league and the quarterbacks that are available. Nick Mullins, Mm. Minnesota against Green Bay. Easton Stick, Chargers at Denver. Is Flacco available? In our league, no, because the guy who's playing for the uh, championship in our league, uh, the the braggadocious Tanner Hayworth, has him. Uh, Jacoby Brissett of Washington against San Francisco. Mm. There is Jared Stidham. Available against the Chargers. Uh, Derek Carr at Tampa Bay. No. Will Levis of Tennessee at Houston. Tyrod Taylor of the Giants because uh, Tommy Cutlets is now Tommy Benched. Uh, Mason Rudolph at Seattle. And maybe the most interesting one of all, Aiden O'Connell. Raiders. At Indy. Hey, they're they're scoring points. Any of that better than Justin Fields? Mm. Just a thought. There is still Bryce Young on our board, too. So Poor Bryce. Yeah. Free the man. Yeah. Uh, so good luck to you from the uh, 497 in your Should've fantasy football college. league. Uh, having, to, uh, having to go with uh, Justin Fields for the uh, fantasy football championship is not a good place to be. Uh, speaking of... You know, playing for something. We got a couple weeks left in pigskin picks. We've got some weekly prizes here in week 17 and week 18. Our overall prize, $1,000 cash at the end of the year. So if you haven't played all year, 
it's okay. You can still win stuff. Go to ESPNHonolulu.com and play Pigskin Picks. It's brought to you by Young's Fish Market and by M. Dyer Global. We go back into our bag for random resolutions. That's coming up next after traffic on ESPN Honolulu. All right, coming up, uh, we'll get back to the uh, Zephyr Insurance text line in just a little bit. Uh, And uh, we got to finish up what we were doing earlier. We did um, uh, things we want to see more of in 2024, Mm -hmm. sports-wise, things we want to see less of in 2024. And we never really scratched the the whole more of. We kind of talked about that a little bit. Uh, So we'll do that here in a little while. But uh, we got a few minutes. Let's get back to our random resolutions. And for those that are just tuning in, um, we've put a bunch of names in this bag. We don't know who we're going to pick. And uh, in Hunter's case, he doesn't know any of the names in the bag. None. I put them in. Yep. Uh, we randomly pick, and you have a few seconds to come up with resolutions for said individual, team, or whoever it is that you end up picking. All right. There are not a lot left. So uh, go ahead and choose one. Let's see who you come up with. Who did you get? The Detroit Pistons. <laughs> oh. All right, let's. Uh, Brutal. The Detroit Pistons. Let's let's tell the story here. Oh. The Detroit Pistons have lost uh, 27 in a row. It is it is an all time worst, and they do it sometimes in so many hilarious ways. Take him to Detroit. No. <laughs> do we do remember that bite still? All right, uh, Hunter. Uh, based on that. The uh, New Year's resolution for the Detroit Pistons is what? Relocate to Hawaii. <laughs> we don't want losers here. No, they, they have a better chance of winning here. How? Because people want to live here. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Better chance of attracting better players. <laughs> oh, man. Uh yeah. You know the taxes are kind of high here. Guaranteed, we we'd have a better chance of putting a better team together. You know, we can't even we we can't even or uh, relocate to Seattle. How about that? Well, Seattle does need a team. They do need. A we team. don't even have an arena built for an NBA team. We don't even have a stadium. UH built can for... handle it. <laughs> 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 we'll talk about that later. Um, okay, so so you're Detroit. Res- no. There it is. Uh, my New Year's resolution for the Detroit Pistons. Uh, keep this going so we can play that more often. Yeah. Um, it's, it's so bad. Also, Detroit pizza, never actually a thing. Oh, okay. Oh, oh okay. Uh, we're going on a side t- yes. tangent here, but please enlighten. That, like, brick of pizza that they're trying to sell is this, like, nationally, like, recognized thing. No. I come from the land of pizza, Chicago style. Uh-huh. Okay. That is just a rebranded, different approach to Chicago style. Uh, I, they never talked about Detroit style pizza. For those that don't know, uh, in five seconds, what is Detroit style pizza? It just looks like a brick of pizza. Isn't that the one where like the, the Tanner's sauce, infuriated the in sauce the other room. is on top of the toppings? No, that's de- that's Chicago deep dish. Oh, gotcha. So it, okay. it looks like a thick crust. Yeah, 
but in in a pan style. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, okay. It, but the the best description is it looks like a brick. These arguments will continue after traffic. ESPN Honolulu. Hunter Hughes, name this artist. Madonna. No! It's no. Fergie, bro. Okay, all right. Yeah. I just, I, yeah. <laughs> Your track record hasn't been great, so I I thought you were serious. No. <sighs> right. I should have said something like Bruno Mars or something. All right. Uh, that that saved a whole uh, a whole boatload of worry there because I was I was getting there. Uh, it is off the bench here. <laughs> On ESPN Honolulu, Hunter Hughes, Josh Pacheco, one last time here uh, in 2023, because we'll see you again on January 2nd. Earlier, we were talking about uh, Ravens Niners. That was one of our uh, our, our storyline topics in uh, the last hour. Uh, from the 781, interconference games are like Baltimore, uh, San Francisco are basically meaningless since they don't count in tiebreakers. I would disagree, though. I mean, let, let's just take away numbers for a second. Of course, Baltimore beating San Francisco pretty handily on Monday, which is why it's one of the, the topics of conversation. I would disagree. Um, when you're playing in week 16 and you get beat down pretty handily, that matters. Hmm. Um, when when Brock Purdy suffers a stinger and has one of his worst games of his career, um, that matters. You want to win a Super Bowl? Those games matter down the line. Well, it's eyebrow raising for sure because they looked invincible at times. Uh, Purdy looked invincible Mm -hmm. throughout this season. And then when you can get, like what you said, stung from a few angles, you have to look inwardly and go, hey, are are we all good heading into the playoffs right now? Because this is when you're trying to peak Mm -hmm. is right now. Yeah, I I find myself really concerned about San Francisco, but at the same time, um, I ask myself, well, uh, if I'm concerned about San Francisco, then who am I kind of raising up in the conference as the team I'm least concerned about? And the NFC has a whole bunch of teams that have a whole bunch of flaws. Uh, San Francisco getting beat down by a really good defense. Philadelphia uh, scoring a bunch but losing against Seattle. Um the Cowboys are always prone to a bad loss. And then I look at the rest of that NFC picture, Hunter. Detroit. They have a chance to be the number one seed mm-hmm. in the NFC. Detroit also lost to Chicago a couple of weeks ago. So even they're human. Tampa, 8-7. and seven. Right now the division leader in the NFC South. They would host a playoff game on Wild Card Weekend. As of right now, it would be Tampa-Dallas. Um... But they're eight and seven. Yeah, but they're eight and seven. There's a whole bunch of flaws in that team. Rams, Seahawks. There is not a single team in the NFC that is close to flawless. Yet I look at the AFC Hunter, Baltimore, Miami. Those are the two teams gutting for the number one seed. Those are, to me, the least flawless teams. I'm sorry, the most flawless Mm. or closest to flawless. Yep. Um, that the league has, uh, Baltimore and Miami, uh, which would lead me to believing that one of those teams will win a Super Bowl. And by the way, congratulations to the Dolphins. You finally got a big win, a 22-20 to win against Dallas uh, on Sunday. Mm-hmm. In, in case you had any doubts about that team, 
There you go. They played a game that was probably in Dallas's favor being played in the 20s, and they still won it. So uh, Don't get the Dallas fans started on the missed holding calls on Micah Parsons. Yeah. Um, you know what? There are missed holding calls all over the place. All the time. So I don't want to hear it. All the time. One bit. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, to the texter who says that, that that's meaningless, I, I absolutely disagree. Uh, you can't play bad football in Week 16. You, you, you can't. Uh, and want to be considered uh, a true contender for a Super Bowl. Because now I look at San Francisco, I'm just like, uh, but it's almost like you have to call them a contender by default. The, because of everybody well, else. The, and that's kind of the, the same across the board. This is a, a mm-hmm. unique year in the NFL where you're not entirely sure right. who the number one team is. We've thought for a while this season it was the Eagles again. Mm-hmm. They've completely tapered off. Yeah. We've Even a win it. looked bad. That's right. Um, there was a, a spike middle to late where Dallas looked invincible. Mm-hmm. Um, there have been other times where the Niners looked unbelievable. Right. And then look over at the AFC early in the season. You're like, dang, are the Chiefs going to do it again? And then Mr. Tony started playing for them and showing his true colors. And um, then the the Dolphins at times, it's like, goodness, Mm -hmm. 70 on the the Broncos, 45 on Washington, (laughs) 42 on Carolina, 48 on Buffalo. And now Baltimore sneaking up out of nowhere. Yeah. Like Randy Orton. Is it? Hey, look, a wrestling reference. There we go. Um, should we be embarrassed, though, that we're considering Baltimore a team that's sneaking up? They've been so good. They've been one of the most consistent teams in football. Like, is it an indictment on us or not? Maybe not us specifically, mm-hmm. but the goons that work in media. Yeah. Um, that Baltimore is considered to some a, a team that's sneaking up on people. Yeah, I don't know. It's for whatever reason, it's just not quite as flashy. Mm hmm. Which is ironic because you have Lamar as your quarterback. Yeah, MVP right now, Lamar Jackson. And the most athletic QB that we have right now and is still running the running the rock. Yeah. Usually towards your sixth year or so is when you start to make that shift to more of a pocket QB, but he's still doing his thing. I remember how John Harbaugh wanted to tone that down a few years yeah. ago? Yeah, see how that happened. That, that didn't. Um. Yeah, I I think it's a it's a fascinating conversation these next couple of weeks that we'll see. By the way, Detroit Dallas on Saturday, boy, what a game! Detroit and Dallas, the Saturday special on ESPN Television. Uh, Detroit has a chance. I mean, they win, they are in the driver's seat for the number one seed. Hmm. Dallas still trying to. Uh, I mean, they they know they're going to the playoffs. The division's at stake. Uh, it, is, it is such a good time for Saturday football, man. Uh, it's going to be really good. All right. Uh, we continue kind of our year-end spread of things. Um, last hour, we did things we want to see more of in 2024. Uh, Hunter, things you want to see less of in 2024 uh, in sports. You got something uh, do. you would throw out there? What is that? Less University of Hawaii athletics freak out from our fans. Okay, share. It's all going to be okay. We don't need to freak out if our quarterback throws an interception. We don't need to freak out if we lose a commitment. 
We don't need to freak out if a coach is let go. We're, we're going to be okay. I just would love for the tension, the pressure, the anxiety that the greater University of Hawaii fandom for all sports could just loosen up a little bit. It's going to be okay. You know, and especially like going as far as you, you remember when there was the like almost uh scare for, for, for the attack on the volleyball player. Yeah. Remember yeah, all yeah, that yeah. nonsense that, that that's more what I'm referring to okay. is like, let's keep sports in the uh, perspective in the weight that it should be held at. Uh-huh. Um, I would love in the next year for it to just be taken with a grain of salt. The highs, maybe it's not as high as it needs to be. The lows, maybe it's not as bad as we say that it is. I, I would love just for a little bit more even keeledness across our our fans. How about that? Okay. I I I I hear it. Um I think there are people that are still stuck in 2007. Mm. And, and and I'm mostly referring to football. Yep. But I think what it is, and, I, and you said volleyball. I'll just I'll I'll stick to three sports: football, men's basketball, vo- uh, women's volleyball. Okay. Um, there are people that are waiting to f- to to find these sports hitting the potential of what they should be. And by the way, I throw in women's volleyball. To me, it's kind of unfair. NCAA tournament team won its first round matchup, got to the round of thirty-two. Uh, yet for some people, that is still not good enough. Um, which is which is amazing to me. Um, some people think they should go farther. That's what that's kind of what I'm saying. Yeah, football. Um, you know, some people aren't happy with a rebuild. You know, they haven't been to a bowl game in a couple of years. You're, we're not seeing 2007 anymore. Um, but I think there are people that are just kind of hungry to see success. That that hunger. You know those um, there's those Snickers commercials. You're not you when you're hungry. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's kind of like you know, some Snickers of these people. satisfies. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Snickers for some people is a bowl game. Um, and No, I think for some people the Snickers doesn't exist. Okay, okay. Because even in 2019, whenever we battled for a share of the Mountain West, mm-hmm. th- we had someone text in to the show that one time and say that that wasn't a good year. I remember that, yeah. That, that's, what I'm, that's what I mean mm-hmm. is – you could be great, and you and I covered these teams from a you know a conference perspective. We we, we could check all the boxes. I mean, UH Wahine uh, basketball won the conference last year, won the conference championship. We're not really talking about it. Yeah, you know why? I think it it it, it hits the moment. Um, you know, people don't always talk about women's basketball uh, for whatever reason. But they're hitting expectations. And you when you expect it and you meet it, it doesn't always drive a conversation. If you go above and beyond, then maybe it does. If you fall really, really flat, then it does. Um, but, yeah, if you hit the expectation, you continually hit it and hit it, um, then people kind of stay, stay off of you. 
right? Um, and I think that's why men's basketball, men's basketball gets that conversation because it's been several years since they've been to an NCAA tournament and they're like one and dones in, in yeah. conference tournaments, you know? I think the thesis, if we could sum it up okay. with what I'm trying to say is focus on being thankful mm-hmm. as, as a fandom rather than what we don't have. Be thankful for what we do have. Love that. Because say we, we, we sign a, 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 a an up-and-coming recruit out of Hawaii, but then we don't sign someone else. We're always going to focus on the guy that left. And the 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 saying we hear all the time, well, we need to keep the local talent here. Well, one of them is here. Mm-hmm. It's impossible to get every single one of them to stay here and play for our teams because there's only a limited amount of spots for those guys and ladies to play on our teams. So let's just, uh, if we could focus on being thankful when we're we're cheering on these teams i think it would help even a lot of things out let's throw michael into this conversation michael thank you for calling how are you all right emma i'm I'm gonna be real nice about it and say you know it's all about the product you can't you can't blame the end user when the product is not good Hmm. and if we're being honest the product is just not good and yeah you get those outliers who even when you're when you're performing above expectation, they they always want more, and oh that wasn't good. But you know, I mean, we know those guys are outliers. But if we're being honest, the product is not good. And then when you look at what are the prospects for improvement, when you don't even see that, you know, then you end up with what you got. You know, and you end up with dissatisfaction, and you know, and you end up with you know, what we have now, you know, I, I think um, if you're talking about football, um, Coach Chang is, is a really nice guy. He really is. You know, I, I've, mm. I've been here through, I've been in Hawaii through his, um, through when he was in high school to when, you know, and I thought that he should have gone to the mainland. And when, you know, he was playing for UH, um, I, you know, rooting for him then, um, uh, I, you know, when he got a job on the mainland, I thought he should have stayed on the mainland, you know, um, and, you know, learn a little bit more. But, you know, he might and, – and I don't know if, if, if the program has the time for him to develop. He might develop it to, into a go, good coach uh, that, that can turn the program around. But it's, it's a challenge for him right now. And, it's, again, I'm just trying to be honest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he's, done, he's done some good things. I, I like the camaraderie that he's built. You know, but at the end of the day, you still got to get some W's. And in order to get some W's, you got to get you got to get some horses in here that that can win. Now, UH is going to attract a certain talent. We're we're not going to get five star recruits, or, or we'll be lucky to get five star recruits. Um, we're not we're not Alabama. We're not you know USC. We're not we're not those programs. But I think it is it is proper for the expectation to be that the program competes for a conference championship. I don't think that I don't think that's um, that's outside the realm of of where the program should be and where the program should attain to be. I think that's that's now, that's I, fair. And and Mike, we're we're up against the clock, so I gotta let you run. Uh, but thank you for calling in. Let me let me thanks, follow Mike. up on that though. Um, 
to say that the program is not, I don't think these were attractive, but the program, the product is not where it needs to be. Yeah. But you know what? No one expected the program to be any better than what it ended up being. That's called a rebuilding year. Yeah. Um, we knew this was going to be a rebuilding year. Third year is usually where the rebuild kind of hits a point where you know where you're at or where you're not. Yep. So those that know the program well enough know that this program was not th- – this product was not supposed to be That's the right. kind of product that competes for we a conference still resulting in what situation we found ourselves in from two seasons ago. Exactly. Um, and so if you understand that, the, the real people who understand that kind of stick with that and put the expectations where they are. Now, if, if through year three and it gets a little questionable, yep. then, yeah, hey, um, you can talk about the product you. all you want. Yep. Um, but I think you have to have not everything when it comes to how a product looks is one size fits all. Uh, and I More think black gotta, and white. Exactly. Yep. Uh, let's get our M. Dyer Global scoreboard in, brought to you by M. Dyer Global, moving Hawaii uh, into the future. The DirecTV Holiday Bowl is underway right now. It's a good one, 10.58 to go fourth quarter. USC is up on number 15, Louisville, 35-28. They're at halftime at the Tax Act Texas Bowl, number 20, Oklahoma State, leading Texas A&M, 24-6. to That's your M. Dyer Global scoreboard. M. Dyer Global, always on the move. Uh, final words, some reflections, and I think we might have time for one more random resolution. We'll see. That's coming up on ESPN Honolulu. All right, uh, final words and uh, reflections coming up in just a little bit. By the way, uh, Department of Health issues a brown water advisory, says ocean water reaching roadways along Oahu's west-facing shores. So uh, be careful about that if you're out west. All right, uh, before we get to final words and final things for 2023, we do need to get to our scoreboard. Uh, You won by default yesterday. I won for like five days in a row last week. So uh, Tanner Hayworth keeping score today. Uh, Who wins this show? Or a fun little silly inside joke that we cannot talk about. Hunter, you win. Yes. <laughs> can I can I challenge that? I started it. I started him you on that started inside it, joke. But, but the idea, no, he got, he, the idea of it. But I think Hunter ran with it. He did. And uh, if you could hear the um, the 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 stop of laughter from inside the room while Hunter was talking, yeah, you will understand. Yeah. Uh, if you're if you're missing what we're talking about, we were talking about Braden Shager in our number one. Um, you know, relationships are important. Uh, so uh, go and check it say. out if you missed it at uh, ESPNHonolulu.com. Off the bench, uh, on demand, wherever you uh, get your favorite podcasts. All right. Uh, I don't think we're going to have time uh, for uh, more random resolutions. It's um, it's good. So My we should just use Josh. My name is still in here. Uh, okay. All right. Fine. Uh, get, go go ahead. Resolution for me. Might as well. It's very short. Watch more movies. Okay. That's that's fair. Josh, uh, throughout the year of us doing the show, we've joked about. Well, I'm 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 also a movie guy, yeah. and so through the course of our conversations, it just comes off the cuff with me with movie references left and right. And I don't, I don't want you to be on the, the same level, but the, the list that I've given you uh, a couple of it's those, long. you, you would be amazed how good some of those are. I'm going to take those into consideration for yes. sure. Yeah. I they, have to. they add so much to, or I should just say they've added so much to my life. Good. So good to know. Tanner, come at me. 
Uh, the <laughs> fact that I knew what airplane was and you didn't, considering how much yeah. that you always ask me if I know something, Game that's shows. all I got to say. Okay. Uh, watch Airplane. Very okay. funny, very oh. silly movie. Okay, duly noted. Just like you both to know, we're all counting on you. See, it's another reference I won't get unless yep. I watch it. Oh, uh, it's a banger. ESPN Honolulu brought to you by Kahala. Upgrade your island style with Kahala, the original Aloha shirt since 1936. Pick one up for yourself at one of Kahala's six stores island-wide or at kahala.com. Uh, final words. We're down to our final like minute here. So uh, reflections, final reflections, Hunter. You, well, you got you to gotta have your resolution for yourself. Oh, uh, my resolution for myself. Uh, watch more movies. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I I, I thought about that coming in. I kind of figured, yeah, movies uh, movies had to be on the list. Uh, yeah, I, I, I can't come up with anything better. Uh, all right, uh, final words and reflections. Hunter, go for it. Mm. Uh, really thankful for this show, mm-hmm. uh, for both of you guys. It's not exactly a year that we've done this show, but it's pretty close, and uh, it's been a lot of fun. So, yes. <laughs> Uh, my my final is along those lines. Mm-hmm. Um, you coming along here, Hunter, uh, has allowed me to find the fun in this industry again, <sighs> to a certain that, degree. That made maybe made my year right there. That's awesome. I'm appreciative of you. We've done a lot of good things. I'm excited for more to come. Uh, we are brought to you by H Camp. Visit HawaiiConcussion.com. We'll see you in 2024.